in Rutherglen or Canvas Lang. It's Sunday, it's seven o'clock, and time for the Scots Whey Show.
and that was Big Country and Wonderland, a standalone single release from 1984 which came out between the first and second Big Country albums. And I always think that when the snow arrives, it's time to play Wonderland. And if you want to see how I dressed in the mid-80s, go and take a look at the video for Wonderland. There was a lot of tucking knitwear into trousers back then. Hello and welcome to the Scots Way Show with me, Ali Braidwood. Between now and nine, I'll play you the very best Scottish music, old and new, mostly brand new. We also have all of our regular features. Our Artist of the Week is Louise McCorkindale, and I'll be talking to Louise as well as playing tracks from her new EP, Her Art. A featured album is The Bather's Siren-esque. That's a wonderful record, and I'll play you a couple of tracks from it. Plus, we have book, TV, podcast, and gig recommendations for you to consider. Before all of that, each week we kick the show off properly with three of the best new releases and we're going to start with a wee festive number. This is Hi-Fi Sean and David McAlmont and Xmasy. Remember when we sang about The December's when we sang about Good away among the people All of the people We could game it out
first of those three in a row was Christmassy, let's go for Christmassy, by Hi-Fi Sean and David McCalmont, the unmistakable voice of David McCalmont. And if you enjoyed that, do check out their album Happy Ending, which came out earlier in the year. And talking of great albums, you then heard Hank Tree and Sweet Salt Peter, and that's from their album The Big North, well worth checking out. And just there, you heard Echo Machine and The Stranger. And Echo Machine described their music as the sound of an exploding disco ball. And that's exactly what that track sounds like. Just love it. Echo Machine and The Stranger. It's been a great year for Barry Can't Swim, his album, When Will We Land? Another best of the year. I'm going to be talking about that a lot this week and next week. But as well as his own work, he has also been collaborating beautifully with others. And this is just the latest example. This is Disclosure and Higher Than Ever Before. And it's the Barry Can't Swim remix.
and that was Disclosure and Higher Than Ever Before, and it was the Barry Can't Swim remix. And now it's time for our book recommendation for the week, which is Maud Wolf's 13 Ways to Kill Lulabel Rock, which is published by Angry Robot. I should say it's not yet out. It's going to be published early in the new year. The 2nd of January, I believe, is when it's going to be out. So look out for it. But I've written a review of it for the latest Snack magazine, which is out and about now. And here's a little bit from that to let you know what's going on. The best science fiction works on a number of levels, and readers get as much out of it as they are willing to put in. 13 Ways to Kill Lulabelle Rock is a perfect example of this. It's fast-paced and fun, but there is so much more going on should you choose to accept it. The titular Lulabelle Rock has 13 copies, designed and designated doppelgangers who she now wants exterminated. To do so, she turns to the most recent creation who embarks on an undertaking to take them out in a particular order. Along the way, Thirteen has to confront the nature of their own existence and that of others. At a time when concerns over AI have never been higher, Maud Wolf's novel arrives with perfect timing, although it's unlikely to allay your fears. It encompasses every one of what many consider the seven basic narrative plots, overcoming the monster, rags to riches, the quest, voyage and return, comedy, tragedy and rebirth, which tells you not only that this is a story worth telling, but one thoroughly told. A winning mixture of genre fiction, as well as sci-fi, it's a crime thriller. Rather than other novels, it puts me in mind of films, which is apt as Lulabelle Rock made her name in the movies. And there are cinematic references, both explicit and implicit throughout. I thought of Blade Runner, Collateral, Kill Bill, Black Swan, and even Sunset Boulevard, among others. But you'll discover your own references, which is part of the fun. There are also elements of the mystical, magical and uncanny. Chapters are named after the first 15 tarot cards, the Fool to Temperance, with brief text on each. And there are questions asked about the nature of spirituality, the concept of a soul and the dangerous desire for immortality. 13 Ways to Kill Lulabelle Rock is one of the most enjoyable reads I've experienced in some time, with events moving on at pace. But once you've finished, you'll find there are moments which remain with you and cause you to reflect and even reread. The action may capture your imagination, but the heart of the novel is to be found in the space in between. And that's me talking about 13 Ways to Kill Lulabelle Rock by Maud Wolf, which will be published by Angry Robot Books in January. And as I say, you can read the rest of that review in the latest Snack magazine. We return to the new music, and it's new music from two old favourites. In a couple of weeks, uh, Christmas Eve in fact, will be the first of our Best of 28-23 shows. And I'm sure it'll include a track by this next band. This is Quitter and Monument Road. How often do
Just a way to 
that was Gates of Light and Make It Real the Kid Local Remix and if you enjoyed that check out the Gates of Light 2 EP in brackets Glasgow edition which came out earlier this year and before that you heard Quitter and Monument Road which is the title track of his excellent album also out earlier in the year it's that time of year when we're looking back now it's time for Ali's comfort break That's the time in every show where I play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio. And this week it's the full 7 minutes and 10 seconds of Matt Carmichael's On the Gloaming Shore, Part 2.
quite gorgeous. That was Matt Carmichael and On the Gloaming Shore Part 2 from the wonderful album Marum, which was one of my picks as a nominator for this year's Scottish Album of the Year Awards. It came out last year, and if you like your jazz, then you will absolutely love it. And that was Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Now we return to the new music. This is the latest single from Aurora Engine, and it's called Pink Noise. Take 
cara. Aurora Engine and Pink Noise and that's from a new album which is going to be out in the new year and we're hoping to have Aurora Engine on the show to tell us all about it. And just there you heard Zazim featuring Rua Soul and Anam Kara which is taken from the album Yaro which came out last year and it's just fantastic. Now it's time for our TV recommendation for this week and it's a little bit different because last weekend we lost the great John Byrne not only an artist printmaker designer but one of our very finest TV dramatists best known for Your Cheating Heart and Tutti Frutti more of which in a moment but if you go over to scotswahey.com you'll be able to read my obituary on John Byrne rather an appreciation of John and his work here's a little bit from it. John Patrick Byrne was a jack of many trades and was master of each and every one. Painter, playwright, screenwriter, printmaker, designer and so much more, he managed to bring them all together in his life as well as his work. Whether viewing an exhibition, being in a theatre audience for one of his plays, watching and re-watching his TV dramas or just viewing the sketches which are scattered through the published scripts, you always knew that this was the work of John Byrne. His style, distinctive as it comes. I have spoken elsewhere about seeing Carol McDougall reading at Stirling University in my teens and how that changed my world. John Byrne had a similar effect, especially through the TV drama Tutti Frutti. I was just too young to have watched the play for today, adaptation of Byrne's The Slab Boys, although I've seen it on stage and screen a number of times since, and so should you if you get the chance. So it was Tutti Frutti which was my introduction and what an eye and ear opener it would prove to be. Set in 1980s Glasgow which still had a distinctly 70s feel to it as the city awaited 1988's Garden Festival and City of Culture status. We are introduced to ageing rock and roll band The Majestics once hailed as being Britain's answer to Freddie Bell and the Bell Boys who had their one hit back in 1964 and who are about to undertake their Silver Jubilee tour in the back of a beaten-up, if beautifully burn-designed, transit van when lead singer Big Jazza dies spectacularly. The appearance of Jazza's wee brother, Danny, both brothers are played by Robbie Coltrane, may just solve the dilemma. That's the briefest of synopsis and you can read in full what I feel about Tutti Frutti in the very first piece ever posted on Scotswahey. Suffice to say, the fact that it was what I wanted to write about speaks volumes for how I feel about Tutti Frutti and John Byrne more generally. And I'm going to read a little bit from that piece on Tutti Frutti from all those years ago because it's available on iPlayer to watch. I 
told you about it before, but I think it's only proper that I do so again, because John Byrne's real genius for me is to be found in his scripts. His ear for the unusual in everyday language makes the drama sparkle as he manages to have his characters speak in a way that is recognisable to his audience, but much more interesting and lyrical than they could ever be. The influence of the fast-talking, wise-cracking American cinema of his youth is obvious and fits the West of Scotland obsession with all things USA, particularly in the 1980s where you couldn't move for rockabilly bands busking on Buchanan Street and diners opening on every corner. The accents may have been Glaswegian, but the haircuts and patter told of dreams of Eddie Cochran or Jimmy Dean. Byrne wasn't mocking such obsession, he was part of it. Tutti Frutti, and later Your Cheating Heart, are love letters to the music, films, people and places of his youth, and it is the complete understanding of the world he creates that persuades the audience that they want to be part of it. Tutti Frutti managed to both influence and overshadow Scottish TV drama. Burns own Your Cheating Heart, as I mentioned, and Donna Francis Child's Taking Over the Asylum were personal favourites and I think you could add Neil Forsyth's guilt to that. But no Scottish drama held the same magic as this tale of an ageing rock and roll band and the oddest couple since Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon moved in together. It was unavailable for so long that many people began to doubt it ever existed. But as I said there, you can get it now on iPlayer and watch at your leisure and re-watch at your leisure and just... Immerse yourself in the world of Tutti Frutti and in the world of John Byrne. Nobody, and I mean this, nobody did it quite like him. And that's me talking about Tutti Frutti, which is available on iPlayer at the moment, and earlier talking about John Byrne, who was the genius behind it. And if you head over to scotswayhey.com, you can read my full appreciation of John Byrne and you can read my review of Tutti Frutti as well. And that's our TV recommendation for this week and every week, let's face it. You're listening to The Scots Way Show with me, Ali Braidwood. And next, it's our featured album for this week. It's The Bathers Siren-esque. And from it, this is Garlands. Garlands in the stream 
Just for one moment there so good to have new music from the bathers that was garlands from the album siren-esque which is our featured album for this week and i'll play another track from it later on in the show you're listening to the scots Wahey show with me ali braidwood and it's another new track next from the excellent ep karaoke sellouts this aspires and the thing Too much, I think 
American power pop feel to that. That's the Spires and the Thing. As I say, it's from their EP Karaoke Sellouts, which is out now. And in the past, the Spires have supported the likes of Jesus and Mary Chain, Nothing But Thieves, and the Snuts, more of whom later in the show. We move on to our Artist of the Week, and this week it is Louise McCorkendale, who has a new solo EP out. It's called Her Art. In a moment, I'll be having a chat with Louise all about it after you've heard the title track. This is Louise McCorkendale and her art. When your life has thrown you around And you're scattered and shattered and drowned When you're sad and you're sore And you can't take any more Put your foot on the path to her door She has the key, she'll bring you in to the fold You can see she's an old soul Among the plants and the pain there are halos 
thoughts. She will show you just what you need to know. She can turn base metal to gold. From her hands, see the mysteries unfold. For love is her art. She will show you your heart, bring you back to your body and soul. She is still. You need to know we were lucky to be there, lucky to share the light from her window and the bird song in the air. And you've just heard. Her Art by Louise McCorkendale from the EP of the same name. I'm delighted to be joined by Louise now. Hello, Louise. Hi, Ali. So first of all, what can you tell us about Her Art and the songs on it? Let's take the songs individually, starting with Her Art, because we've just heard it. Okay, Her Art. Well, this, this song has quite a story, quite a history. Um I, at work, I knew this artist called Sarah Bagans, and I was interested in doing some art, and she very kindly hosted some art sessions for me at the end of the week and another couple of colleagues um, at four o'clock on a Friday, and it became this, just this haven of peace and total concentration. It was a flow, you know, like yeah. that, that kind of flow state. And she was just this very grounded, very beautiful person. And her, her art was extraordinary. And she always just gave us just enough to guide us in the right direction. I mean, she was just amazing. Um, and then, of course, she, she moved on to do other things. And um, I, had, I, I really wanted to thank her for the session. So I wrote the song. And she liked the song. That was nice. And that was it. And then... I thought it's way too specific, too personal, right? To release, nobody's going to connect with it. It's, it's, you know, it was for that situation. But I happened to play it. Some a friend of mine called John Crawford, who's big on the Aberdeen uh, folk scene, um, he said to me one day, "What are you working on?" And I said, "Well, I, I just did this," and I shared it with him, and he really liked the song, mm-hmm. so he encouraged me to go ahead and record it. So. Um, this is going to sound awful, but um, I didn't have much faith in it as, as a potential track for release. So when I started working with Vitaly, I thought, oh, well, I'll do that song and see how he handles it, because I don't mind if that song works or not. And then he just he just played this absolutely beautiful guitar part. We were struggling with it a little bit. And then um, he said, I'm going to play it like a classical guitar. So he changed the way he was sitting. And he sat like he holding his classical guitar, and that track just just happened. It just came out. It was wonderful. So um, yeah, that's that's the story. And also, it's because of that song that we ended up um, with the videos as well. Because I thought it'd be nice for Sarah maybe to do the artwork for the song I wrote for her. And out of that, we ended up with 
three videos and her beautiful artwork in the videos. So it was, I mean, that song has been an absolute gift. <laughs> so when you were doing art on the Friday afternoon, what kind of art were you doing? What was it? <gasps> Very bad. How <laughs> <laughs> long was it? Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, well, Sarah started as working off, started us off working in pastels, which right. I absolutely hated. Right. Um, because it's so I'm I'm a bit of a control freak, so I want lines. I want you know the idea like an architect's pen is my heaven. So she suggested we work in pastels. So um, we were working. We each picked a, a picture that we liked and then reproduced it in pastels. And it was about learning the techniques and learning about the colors and learning just how learning how to see. I think that's what she was really trying to teach us was how to actually see and translate that into two dimensions it was a fascinating process and how then you, you know as you say she's now made videos and she's done the artwork is that right for the for the whole project as well yeah that was down yeah. to this song was it that was the kind of link that you had there absolutely yeah yeah um she was a little bit, I hope Sarah doesn't mind me saying this, but she was a little bit embarrassed because she said, people will know the songs about me, <laughs> about her. Yeah. Um, but I was delighted when she said she'd do it. And it was, there was a real joy in that um, process with her, working with her, um, because we had these wonderful artistic conversations about yeah. discussing ideas for it and developing it and, and uh, those were just a joy. That was that was great. So that's been the person that you've collaborated with for the visual side of things, but you've also got a musical collaborator as well. Can you talk a bit about that? Oh, I'd love to talk about Vitaly, yes. <laughs> uh, Vitaly Kuchuk is the most amazing guitar player. He can play anything. He specialises in jazz and improvisation. He plays killer solos. Um, and he can just play anything. Uh, he can shred on, you know, some crazy electric guitar with the best of them and play absolutely beautiful classical music. He's, a, he's just amazing to work with. And he's also able to kind of tune into what's right for the song. He's interested in doing what's right for the song. So it's a, it's a joy to work with him. It's and how did you come to work with him? How did that come about? Ah, well, that was just luck. Um, <laughs> as these things usually are in life. Eh? Um, uh, well, only a ghost had gone on hiatus. And so I was digging out these songs that I'd never, that I'd written myself and never really done anything with. And I am not an instrumentalist. You know, I can pick out a few chords in the ukulele, which is how I usually write, and I can play a few drastic chords on an old guitar. Um, but I'm not an instrumentalist, so I knew I needed a guitarist. And um, I signed up to a subscription service called Museversal. Right. And it's um, you, you, you buy a subscription and you can book sessions online with professional musicians and they record your stuff for you. Right, okay. And the beauty of it is I, I tried a few things on Fiverr and got badly burned. I, got, I mean, one was very successful, but I had a few real disasters and can't afford that. It's too expensive, you know. So Museversal, they're, they're top, top people. And um, so I signed up. I, I was very lucky because they had EU startup funding. 
right? In their first year. And I was very lucky to sign up in the first year when the subscriptions were massively subsidized. Okay. Um, so it was ridiculous what, you know, the price was just ridiculous. Um, so, but it, it allowed me to access it. And I was looking for a guitarist that could work across genres and, and could work across cultures because I had written a song about Afghanistan and I wanted, I didn't want a country or folk feel to it. I wanted something that was a little bit more Eastern. And I noticed that Vitale played the oud. Right. Um, so I thought, oh, he could be he could be good to work with. And so I, I threw this Afghanistan song at him and he just knocked it out of the park. It was amazing. It's just a beautiful track. And then I thought, right, um, I'll try her art and see if he can do nylon. I was really interested in working with a nylon string guitar okay. because I think that works well with my voice. So I thought, OK, he can play the oud beautifully, <laughs> amazingly and very expressively as well. Let's see what he can do with nylon strung. So that was why I threw him her art. And when I saw what he could do, those two extremes, when I saw what he could do with that, I mean, yeah, 25 tracks later, you know, it's just, <laughs> and he's just, a, he's a lovely person to work with as well. And has working with him kind of changed the way that you work? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, it's made me more disciplined. Right. Uh, because I have to give him the finished article there's no point giving him something that's half baked so we'll just have to do it again yeah um although he can make anything work uh has it changed the way i work yeah i am more organized you have to be when you're working remotely and with somebody else because although we sit together in the session we're on zoom and we're listening on an app called audio movers so we get good quality sound if i haven't set the session up right then yeah. I'm undermining both of, both of our, our efforts. Um, I think what's happened recently with Vitaly is because he's a jazz guitarist, mm -hmm. jazz keeps creeping in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they'll do that. They'll do that. <laughs> and um, I've, I've written a, a couple of songs recently that he's seen a real jazz potential in. So I think he's expanding my horizons. I was very much, I want everything to be acoustic guitar and vocal only Yeah. when I started. And he has encouraged me to expand my horizons a bit. So that's been fun. I've learned a lot. And let's talk about another track on the EP, The Darkening Fair. What can you tell us about that? Ah, The Darkening Fair. Yeah, that was, that was a song that lived in my musical soul for years, right. waiting, just waiting. <laughs> Um, my father was a poet. I think we've talked about this before. And um, <clears throat> most of his poems are, are very accessible. They're very understandable. I knew what they were about. And except for this one, it was a mystery. It was very short. It was only about, uh, it's only about eight or 12 lines, I think. Very short. And not like his usual stuff. And I really didn't understand where, I didn't un understand what it was about. And I didn't understand why he'd written it or where he got the inspiration. And he died in 1980. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just one of the many things I never thought to ask him. Yeah. And so this song came back to me. It's this 
poem came back to me a few years ago and started bugging me. It was just always in the back of my mind. Uh, it was like a, a, an itch I had to scratch. And so I, I tried to write it, or tried to just put it to music and turn it into a song, but it's a poem, it's not a song. Yeah. So um, I ended up writing extra lines that would go in it, and I didn't use all the lines that were in the original poem. And I would still find it hard to articulate really what the poem meant to me then. I know what it means to me now. Yeah. Um, and I can see why at this stage in life it resonates because it was very much, it was written when he was you know, older as well. Why it resonated with me then, I'm not very sure. I don't um, know. But uh, yeah, it was a real journey, that song, because it was in writing the song that I began to understand what the poem meant for me. It was a revelation. I'll never know if that's what it meant for him. Of course. Which I've just got to live with, you know? It doesn't it doesn't really solve the initial question of what why did he write it, but that's life. But that's the thing with certainly a lot of writing, but specifically with poetry, is it's kind of offered up to people to make of it what they will, isn't it? You don't tend to get I mean sometimes you do when you go to spoken word, but on the whole you don't get breakdowns of what the poem means to the poet you have to kind of you interpret them and you kind of bring your own life to them don't you oh that's a really good point Ellie yes thanks for saying that because when people ask me what my songs are about I usually say well I'm I, you know I'm, gonna, I'm not going to cut across what your experience of it is so I should respect his <laughs> I should respect his creativity that way as well that's really helpful thank you this is therapy <laughs> have you ever is that the only poem of his that's kind of a not forced you but inspired you if you like to write about them or have there been other pieces that you thought oh I could maybe look at that well we wrote I mean um Bob Sibright and I wrote Long Hope together when we were only a ghost <clears throat> so that was that was based on a, a poem that my dad had written we only used a couple of lines for the poem but that was definitely that was a profound inspiration for that song and there is one other that I haven't actually tackled yet, but he wrote it about the beachfront on, in Aberdeen. And we've got these weird concrete shelters on the beachfront in Aberdeen. Oh. Yeah. And how he'd, he'd sat there one day and, and there was an, an old um, um, sailor sitting in there and, you know, full of, um, I don't know, uh, COPD and obviously in his last days. And he wrote the poem about that experience and that, that's another one that really hit. I don't know why, but yeah. that remote, that one really hit. So I think someday that's going to come out as a song. And the final song, which we're going to hear in a moment, Every Turn of the Tide, what, what's inspired that? Um, lying awake at three o'clock in the morning, worrying about somebody. Right. Not being able to sleep for worry for someone. And I think this is, you know, this is... It's not an uncommon experience. Um, I don't want to say too much, um, yeah. but yeah, it was it was a way of processing that and finding a way of living with it. And you've mentioned other songs uh, a couple of times now. Does that mean that this is only the first kind of project with uh, Vitaly and Sarah, or is, is there more to come, or do you not know yet? Uh, well, I hope I get to go on working with both of them because they're fantastic to work with. And the 
that there's such joy in that process and it's hard work as well everybody who's tried to do this knows that but that there's real joy in it as well so I do hope I can go on working with them um we've done quite a few Vitaly and I have done quite a few songs so we're planning to bring out more singles and an album next year I mean we make plans and gods the gods laugh you know so we'll just have to wait and <laughs> to go with the flow but we've got a lot of tracks ready to go and um yeah it'll be great to get an album out and I think releasing um music with videos these days is a really interesting way of doing it because it just adds another layer to the whole thing and I'm presuming Vitaly is not in this country, is he? I mean, this, that's why you're Zooming, it's overseas. Oh, I should have said, yeah, Vitaly is in Odessa in Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, we're working remotely, yeah. So this is going to be a, a, an audio and visual project rather than, you know, touring or live or anything like that for the foreseeable future anyway. Yeah, that's a really nice way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, well summed up. <laughs> well, Louise... It's a lovely to see you again and really lovely to talk to you. Um, I'm really enjoying the EP. Thank you so much, Ali. I'm, I'm, like I said, you know, when I'm when we're releasing something, it's always in the back of my mind, is Ali going to like it? What's Ali going to think of it? <laughs> and, you know, I haven't uh, a thank you in person for sending me um, some copies of your dad's unpublished poems right here that was very kind of you and uh, I've really enjoyed reading them and it's interesting that you are now you know that you're continue to kind of be inspired by them as well that's a lovely thing yeah thank you for being interested to read them because um no one has read those ones yet so I'm I'm really happy that they've got eyes on them thank you and this is Louise McCorkendale and every turn of the tide You're staying in Looks like you're losing heart again And every drop of rain drives it in Could be the flood is coming again It's a leap in the dark Every time you open your eyes Every day, oh, just getting by. The time will come, I don't know when the moon will pull on that tide again. Don't give up, no, don't give in. sink or swim Cause it's a leap in the dark Every time You open your eyes Every day Just getting Thank you.
in the dark I just can't fake it Could be that you won't make it But I will always be on your side I'll be with you every turn of the tide Cause it's a leap in the dark Every time And that was Louise McCorkendale and Every Turn of the Tide. And thanks again to Louise for taking the time to have a chat. And if anyone from Stereogram Recordings is listening who put out her art, we were both singing your praises after the recording stopped. Stereogram Recordings, a purveyor, just the finest music. You're listening to the Scots Wahey Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. And next is a rather special release. This is Starless featuring Graham Skinner and Together. Excuse for a lie No more No more regrets Live for tomorrow and today I want to Yeah. 
Well, the first of those two tracks was Starless featuring Graham Skinner. That's Graham Skin Skinner, who has played with Hipsway, The Jazzeteers, Cowboy Mouth, The Skinner Group and many more. And it's taken from a new Starless album, which is great news. The third studio album from Starless, which is going to be released by last night from Glasgow in February of next year. And it also features contributions as well as from Graham Skinner by Jerry Burns, Chris Thompson from The Bathers, featured album of the week, The Bathers, Emily Smith and the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. You don't get much more grand than that. It's called Returning Home and I cannot wait not just to hear it, but to play other tracks from it for you. And just there you heard Savage Mansion and Present Tense. And Savage Mansion also have a new album out in February. It's called The Shakes. And again, really looking forward to hearing that. Now it's time for our podcast recommendation for this week. And it's the Scottish Folk Podcast, which started up in February of this year. It's a podcast full of Scottish folklore, folk history and folk traditions. Brought to you by Scottish storyteller and author Eileen Budd. Here's a little clip from the very first one to let you know a bit more about what's going on. Welcome to the Scottish Folk Podcast. I am your host, Eileen Budd, Scottish storyteller and tradition bearer. And I'm honoured to be bringing you this podcast, which is a collection of stories from Scotland's folklore, folk tradition and folk history. The kinds of bits of history and stories that maybe you've never heard before, but you should. And I hope you enjoy them. Welcome to the very first Scottish Folk Podcast. I am your host, Eileen Budd. I am a storyteller, an author, an artist, and a tradition bearer from Scotland. I travel all over Scotland with the Travelling Folk Museum, sharing objects and stories with schools and libraries and museums and pubs. Uh, It's something that's really important to me. And I've been sharing some of those stories on Instagram as well. And since sharing them on Instagram, people have been saying, you should do a podcast. So here it is. And that's a trailer of sorts about the Scottish Folk Podcast, which is our suggested podcast for this week. Here's a bit more about presenter Eileen Budd. A Scottish artist, author and storyteller with over 20 years professional experience in the arts, heritage and museums industries. Ossian Warrior Poet, the book Ossian Warrior Poet, is Eileen's version of the 18th century stories collected by James Macpherson. She says it's something I've worked on for years and it's a real labour of love. And if you head over to ossianwarriorpoet.com, Ossian Warrior Poet, all one word and lowercase, you'll be able to find out more about it. But I highly recommend the Scottish Folk Podcast because it deals with tales and stories that you just won't have heard of. At least, I would say most of them you won't have heard of. And that is our podcast recommendation for this week. Next up is a new track from someone we've played on the show many times over the years. This is Louis Reeve and Last Farewell. Curtain call of winter, the haze of the summer sun, a 
toast to a life less ordinary The deeds will soon be done And hurry on boys Hurry on boys For the summer is waiting for me And hurry on boys Hurry on boys For the summer is ready and free
They're stretching out with age Though I'm not much wiser I stand here all the same That was Becca Sloan and Stuck On You and what a voice. That came out last week but it's so good that I had to play it for you. And it's said that Ayrshire-born musician Becca Sloan is influenced by jazz and soul legends such as Nina Simone, Ella Fitzgerald, Betty Carter and Donny Hathaway as well as the more modern sounds of Puma Blue, Celeste, Erica Badu and Shaddy. And I think you can tell that just from listening to that track. Cannot wait to hear more from Becca Sloan, hopefully in the new year. And before that, you heard Louis Reeve and the new single. It's a double-sided single. That was Last Farewell. There's also a song called Paradise Lost and Found on it. And Louis says about Last Farewell, it's an anti-war song set in the trenches of the Western Front, though as relevant now as it was then. We return to our featured album next, and it is The Bathers and Sirenesque. And from it, this is Locomotion is Easy. She cycles past you in the golden dawn Catch you with a song To catch you in your solitude You're gone Revolutions are wasted Unless the kids reform Follow the statue by a dry stone wall She's racing through my mind Driven by the summer thrill Her locomotion is easy Sheltered by the western hill We held the line We held the line Seasons of love Which lingered For a time Mm -hmm. 
Locomotion is Easy by The Bathers. It's taken from our featured album for this week, which is The Bathers Sirenesque, which is out now with Last Night from Glasgow. And it only came out in recent months, but it is one of my favourite albums of the year. I'm a huge Bathers fan, so that's maybe to be expected, but I just think it's gorgeous from start to finish. It's called Sirenesque. It's by The Bathers, and it's our featured album for this week. And now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. And on Tuesday the 12th of December, Django Django are in town, or they're in town in Edinburgh at the Liquid Rooms. On Thursday the 14th of December, Dean Owens and Kirsten Adamson are going to be at the toll booth in Stirling. That sounds like a great night to me. On Friday the 15th of December, a former artist of the week, Neve, is going to be at Broadcast in Glasgow. And Neve is based in London, doesn't play many gigs up here. So if you get the chance to go and see that, don't miss out. On Saturday the 16th at the O2 Academy in Glasgow, Elephant Sessions are playing. And on the same night, over in Glasgow's West End, Velour are at SWG3, supported by Sweatpants and Perling. And that's our pick of the gigs for the coming week. Now, new music from the Snuts is always a reason for cheer. And this is their new single. This is the Snuts and Deep Diving. Um 
when there's so much to give. If you don't want it, darling, let me know. We've been trying to live. But if you love it, then you'll let it go. It's the right love at the wrong time. I was your pastime, your old coat left out in the snow. Oh, unloved and cast out. I don't need to be found. Cause if you love it, then you let it go. So much to give. If you don't want me, darling, let me know. We've been trying to live, but if you love it, then you let it go. It's the First of all, you heard The Snuts and the new single Deep Diving. And The Snuts are going to be touring the UK and the US in the new year to support the release of their Millennials album, which is coming out in February. February shaping up to be a great month for new music. They're playing far too many dates for me to mention here, but two for your diaries undoubtedly are their two nights at Glasgow's Barrowlands. February the 27th and February the 28th, and you can get tickets for those now. And just there, you heard Blair Davy and Right Love, Wrong Time from the EP Piano Sessions, which is a thing of beauty. Four tracks on it, and you'll want to listen to each one over and over again. And that's all for another week. 
This has been the Scots Way Show and I've been Ali Braidwood. And I not only hope you've enjoyed listening, but that there's been something you might like to check out further. If you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, head over to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or go to scotswahey.com. We're not only are there all the old shows, but there's lots of best of the year stuff appearing as we speak. There's more coming in the weeks ahead. Next on Cam Glenn is Paul Puppet's Spangled Show, but I hope you can join me next Sunday at 7 o'clock and we can do it all over again. I'm going to leave you with a track from Found's 2011 album Factory Craft. This is Machine Age Dancing. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.
Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. Anorexia Bulimia Care is running a befriending service for people suffering from anorexia or bulimia. If you need support, you can go to their website, which is anorexiabulimiacare.org.uk, or find them on Facebook, and you'll be paired with someone who has had a similar experience and recovered. Universal Connections is holding walks every Monday, meeting outside their base on Burnhill Street from 11am. Some walks will be in the local area, and other times you'll be bused to take a walk further afield. For more information, call Graham on 0141 647 3101. And finally, Grow 73 is looking for volunteers to get involved with their work in Overton Park. You can make new friends, learn about wildlife, get involved in physical activity and much more. You can check them out on Facebook or for more information, email eugenie at grow73.org. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Campus Lang, let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.org or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org local.